everybody. Hey, it's so good to be back with you again. Uh, a few weeks ago, I made a, I made a, actually a very interesting discovery that uh, I had written, or turning the page, had had 500 blog posts. And I was, oh, oh I didn't realise that. That was quite cool that um, we'd published 500 blog posts. Not all of them are mine. Most of them are. Um, but some of them are written by uh, guest posts, uh, guest bloggers, guest writers. And But I thought, hmm, what have I learned from writing 500 blog posts? So I thought I would share that with you. And... So I'm going to share nine key learnings that I've learned since I started writing in July 2012. That seems a long time ago, doesn't it? So what have I learned? Well, I think number one is that everything, everything starts with listening. Before you write a single word, you will need to listen. And it's listening to the multiple streams of thoughts that come flowing around your brain. It might be something you've read or something on a podcast you've listened to, uh, a verse of scripture, a poem or a song. It comes down to listening and discerning the one idea, and I'll come back to the one idea for you to focus on. And listening, listening takes time, <laughs> unhurried time, and a kind of permission to give yourself for that seed to germinate so i think that's the the biggest one for me is that uh to write something or prepare something really well it really comes down to good listening number two of what i've learned from uh, writing 500 blog posts is that your vibe attracts your tribe and that's sort of a little bit of a saying that you get you hear out in the social media, internet world. But there are people out there who will connect to your writing style, your thoughts and what you want, and the wisdom you want to share. You simply need to connect with them. And your vibe, or what you find helpful and interesting, will attract your tribe. Will attract those people who, who resonate kind of with what you're sharing. And they will truly get you and want more. So I share what I'm reading and finding helpful. Little quotes and thoughts. And when you do this, others like you will gather around your campfire of wisdom and form a community. And so uh, please be yourself. Everyone else is taken. So, for example, as I'm reading something, I'll go, that's, that's an interesting quote. That's an interesting thought. And immediately I will do a couple of things. One is I'll store it for later, and I'll talk about that later in this podcast. Or I will, or definitely, I will share it straight away uh, via uh, Twitter and Facebook and sometimes Instagram. Um, and those people who, who really find it go, who resonate with me and go, oh, that's interesting. They're the people that will actually become my tribe as such. Number three on what I've learned for 500 blog posts is be consistent and show up. Every week, at the same time, share your creation, even if, you're not, even if you think it's not that great. People and uh, search engines like Google 
will get to know when to expect your latest piece. Showing up creates habits in your brain and patterns in your lifestyle. This is what I do, this is who I am, and this is when I do it. And training your brain, you will actually start to see everything as a potential idea for writing. You'll move from being someone who writes to being a writer. It will also train your readers um, and listeners that, um, right, because I publish my blog posts on Thursday morning New Zealand time, and so wherever in the world people pick it up, they will expect it around about that time. And they'll, you know, and sometimes I've had people say, I haven't heard from you this week, Barry, or uh, I, when, when's the next post coming? <laughs> because I've formed a habit in their brain of receiving something uh, from me on a very, very consistent, regular basis. People like consistency. So be consistent and show up. Okay, and number four on what I've learned from 500 blog posts, do it anyway. <laughs> Just do it anyway. Look, you will have detractors. You will have people uh, close to you that are ambivalent about what you're doing. You may have people who might thoroughly criticize and seek to destroy your work. Write and build anyway. You know, I've at times had to hold on to this beautiful writing from Mother Teresa, and I'll share the full quote later on in the podcast. And this is the part that I really like. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them, <laughs> the reader or the listener, anyway, Mother Teresa. And that that's really, um, I've got, you know, people will read into what I'm writing, whatever they like, good or bad, but it's between me and God anyway, all right? Number five from what I've learned in writing 500 blog posts, write from your I mean your coalface. And I have a little phrase that keeps singing to me. No one knows coal like a coal miner. You see, I want to hear words from people digging away at their coal, dark coalface. Coal face. I don't want theories, philosophies, or any unlived truths. So I write from my heart first, then the head. And then there's kind of a dance between the head and the heart. I want to connect with the dark coal face of other people's lives and shed some light. And to connect, I really want to connect. I have to share something of my coal face. Um, I am a beggar myself searching for bread and sharing a few breadcrumbs. So I will receive emails um, most days from people who are in pretty dark holes. So I read their words and I listen to the struggles and I want to write so that I'm like standing at their cold face with them. So I can really connect into the struggle. Uh, number six of what I've learnt from writing all these blog posts. Number six is write, then edit. Look, it's so easy to write and edit as you go. Try and resist this. Getting all the words out on the page first is best then go back later and edit. And when I want to get the words out with no distractions, such as spell checkers and so on and so on and so on, 
I use a free app called Write Monkey. That's W-R-I-T-E, Monkey. And it's a simple, distraction-free tool that's like writing on an old-fashioned typewriter. You can make as many mistakes and as errors as you like, and then you can will be able to find yourself free to pour out the words without distraction. So just get the words out on the, on the page or on the, on the screen. Just get it out, and then go back and edit and um, throw out stuff and bring new stuff in and, and alter your wordings. Number seven on this list of nine things I've learned from writing blog posts, 500 of them. Number seven is this, and this is a really important one. Keep your focus on one idea, just one, just one point you want to to hit. I remember when I was a, a teenager and in the church youth group, we used to have this game where you had to hammer a nail into a piece of wood and uh you would there'd be the prize would be the least amount of hits to drive this nail into a piece of wood. So there would be people, big strong guys that would come up and they'd try a nail with one hammer, one one thrust. But because they're so strong, they may well miss it. But then there were other people who'd come along and be just hit it bang, 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 bang with purpose and design. And that's what I want to think about when I'm writing something. I want to think about what is the one nail that I want to drive in and with my hammer. What is the one point that I want to consistently hit over and over and over again? And look, if you have multiple points, you're going to confuse the reader. And if you confuse, you lose. Noise is the enemy. Too many ideas will dilute the one that truly needs the focus. And good writing brings all your thoughts just down to one point continuously so that people will actually get that one point from multiple different um, places. Number eight on what I've learned from writing 900 or 800 <laughs> blog posts is this. Have an overarching theme to what you write about. So my overarching theme is mental health and Christian spiritual formation. Look, if I were to sprinkle on articles on car mechanics, recipes or shoe repair, it would confuse the reader. Everything I write and share has, in it, has a connection to my overarching theme. Perhaps this post doesn't, because it's about writing, but it's my party and I have the microphone. <laughs> but have a theme that you, it's like an umbrella that everything you do fits in and under. Number nine, <clears throat> final one, is this. Become a quote collector. Look, there are so many wonderful authors who've been there, done that. And as I read them, I come across wonderful little jewels of sentences. I just simply have to collect them. I can't help myself. I just can't help myself. So I highlight them if they're on my Kindle, or I underline them in a paper book. Then I go back later and organize them into categories in Google Docs. So I'll have a category for um, abandonment, or a category for loss, or a category for hope, or love, or uh, abuse. 
and I hire, and I take those quotes and I make a library of my quotes. And then what I can do is when I write a new blog post or I'm writing a book or I'm researching something, I can easily find those quotes relevant to that topic and share them as I have I will be sharing some quotes that I have you know in later on. I can also share them with social media and of course this the sharing them attracts my tribe. So nine learnings from 500 blog posts and there are probably more learnings I could share. So actually I'm writing the book about writing and I hope that these nine gleanings have helped you in whatever you do in your creative life. And if you've got questions, well, you can even always email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Here's some quotes that I have filed and kept, and I love them. Uh, number one is, Christianity is one beggar telling another beggar where he found bread. D.T. Niles. And here's the Mother Teresa one. People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you'll win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Mother Teresa. Another quote, people who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those who are doing it. <laughs> George Bernard Shaw. I have learned one thing, as Woody, Woody Allen, says, showing up is 80% of life. Sometimes it's easier to hide home in bed. I've done both. Marshall Brookman. Care about what other people think and you'll always be their prisoner. Lao Tzu. Inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. <laughs> Madeleine La Angel. And here's a long one. We write to heighten our own awareness of life. We write to lure and enchant and console others. We write to serenade our lovers. We write to taste life twice in the moment and in retrospection. We write like Proust to render all of it eternal and to persuade others that this that it is eternal. We write to be able to transcend our life, to reach beyond it. We write to teach ourselves to speak with others, to record the journey into the labyrinth. We write to expand our world when we feel strangled or constricted or lonely. When I don't write, I feel my world shrinking. I feel I'm in prison. I feel I lose my fire and my colour. It should be a necessity as the sea needs to heave, and I call it breathing. Anais Nin. Thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through the lips and the fingertips. Dawson Trotman. 
I always try to preach from my, my scars and not my wounds. So talking about my depression is not in any way a wound for me. Nadia Bolsweber. Our great problem is trafficking in unlived truth. We try to communicate what we've never experienced in our life. Hey, I hope you found this helpful, and uh, particularly if you're a writer or creator. And um, yeah, send me an email. I'd love to hear your thoughts about writing and creating. It's Barry at turningthepage.co.nz. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to sharing uh, another podcast soon. Okay, have a great day.